Producer Michael Miracle here, and before we get into today's podcast, I'd like to quickly invite you to join the I Work For Him Nation. Being a part of the nation is all about being Jesus in your workplace, because you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. So, head to our website, iworkforhim.com, and click on the nation flag, then prayerfully consider joining the nation. We'd love for you to join us in this workplace movement. Thanks again for listening. Here's today's podcast. Thank you for tuning in to I Work For Him. No matter where you are in the world, you can hear us daily on the radio in Tampa Bay, but everywhere on iHeartRadio.com. However you're listening, just make sure that you tell a friend about the show. Get them signed up. And know that we've prayed for you before the show. After you've signed them up, gotten them on the podcast, then make sure that you know and you tell them, hey, listen, Jim and Martha, they pray before the show for the people listening. You know, built into the very soul of every human being is the love of music. Nothing moves our spirits like music. Even a guy like me, who has almost zero musical ability, when I need... Music moves me. It does. The disadvantage is that not all of us are very musical. In fact, some of us are downright anti-musical. I'm not anti-musical. Just don't ask me to perform any kind of music. But fear not. God has placed his hands on the saints and the sinners around us to create amazing scores of music. And whether that has been written for God or not, music can be used by God to touch the souls of those around us. Here to share today, the ministry, the workplace that is his business, that is music, right here from Tampa Bay, Alan Curtis Tripp. Alan, welcome to I Work For Him. Hey, it's great to be with you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we're excited to have you on the air. And, and I, what I, you know, as, as somebody that reached out to me on Facebook and we've gone back and forth, I just love highlighting what the Lord is doing in, in the lives of people that have jobs and workplaces that look very different than me. And you being a an expert concert pianist, very different than a guy that talks behind a microphone each and every day. How long ago did you, when did you realize in life that you really had a gift for playing piano? I think it was when I was actually 17 and I played at a gospel concert and played a solo and it wasn't actually something that was even planned. They had me come up on the spot and through that situation, I felt the Holy Spirit just go through the whole place and, uh, and standing ovation. And it was one of those things where I played to God be the glory and giving him the glory. And through that, I felt like God said, this is the what I want you to do with your life. This is what I have for you. And it was kind of a confirmation through all the kind of a crazy teenage year I had that year with the, none of us had crazy the, teenage years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so it was through that. And, and after that experience, I've been doing music ever since. So were you a Christ follower before that night? I was. Okay. I so was, tell me about that. Yeah. How did you become to know Christ? Uh, when I was 13, I realized that Christ had died for me. It's just, it's a decision that, Everybody has to make for themselves. I realized his free gift of salvation that he gave me, uh, that he offers. And so I said, okay, I realize I need him. And uh, just right there in the living room uh, in, my, in our house, I prayed and received Christ. And, of course, uh, it's, it's been a journey, but uh, God's been with me through the through the hardships and through the great times He's he's been with me. So It is amazing, the journey. I yeah. mean, and for each one of it's a little bit different. But what's amazing for me, I, you know, I, I've got almost zero artistic skills. And as we met in the parking lot, and even your car reflects your artistic <laughs> personality, which we won't go into the oh, details, man. but it, even his car reflects his artistic personality. You know, that's... There are some people that just understand that better than others, and that's something that I, I, I don't get. I don't have all that creativity. You were joking off the air before we came on the air today that you've got this list 
of all these ideas that God's given you. How many things are on that list? Oh, I don't know, thousands. I'm, it's a table of contents of a thousand, and I try to, I, I try to, uh, you know, go through one a day, and I'll be done in about nine thousand years, right? <laughs> so, but that's but that's it. Creative people, they're constantly come up with new ideas. So, who do you have in your life that helps you filter that stuff out to make sure that you don't spend time doing something that maybe wasn't a great idea? Well, you're saying it'd be a good idea if my my girlfriend helped me because I need help with that. But <laughs> no, I was. Uh, I think uh, it's a discipline that you. I have to do myself, and if I if I don't write it out, I feel like I'll never sleep because it's one of those things that I, I get that applies to everybody. You got to get it out of your head so you can get onto the next step. What time so, of the night does God put things in your head that you want to write down yeah. so that you get back to sleep? Do you have a specific time yeah. of night that God wakes you up? You know, for some reason, I'm everybody's different, but a lot of musicians can relate to this too. But uh, midnight to three in the morning seems to always be a prime time where I get ideas more than other times of the day and uh many times you have to if you have to get up at six in the morning you can't be up at two in the morning that uh well you sometimes you, you do can, anyway and you that's just what deal Mountain with Dew's it for. yeah i did that for years and that that will that will make me feel uh 110 when i'm 80 but uh <laughs> but so i i just do what it what it takes but uh you know uh i don't think well in the morning is like i do at night it's if that Gives you an idea, but I, 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 get, I, I get up in the morning when I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. And that's, the again, that creative artistic personality. Yeah. All right. So you realized at 17 that you had a real gift. And how has, I mean, your workplace today is in the concert halls and churches a- across America. Yeah. And people can find out more specifically about you at Alan Curtis Trip with two Ps, alancurtistrip.com. What, when you, I mean, to find your place to realize that God has gifted you to play like that. How cool was that to realize early on in your life that you had that kind of a calling on your life? Well, I I thought it was something that was quite special, but it it was even more special to to me to before that, I realizing that I had a gift to share with the world came secondary to realizing that God gave me the gift of music to first really recover from some things that I dealt with as a kid like uh, Tourette syndrome. I had had that, and that's something that makes you do all these, you know, uh, j- uh, say jerks and twitches with your body. Sure. And so, so I, I had this unsettledness in my um, nervous system growing up, and and piano was a way to to really let that out <laughs> in a in a neat to ther- focus that yeah, energy. Yeah, really so interesting. That's where re- really my talent comes from. Where when uh, I wanted to climb a wall and nobody understood me, which is okay because some people still don't. <laughs> you, you always have that, right? But anyway, uh, I'd go to the piano, and music would come out of that, and uh, that was a healthy outlet. Did music flow out of your soul, or did you have to be taught to appreciate yeah. music? It really flew flew out of my soul. Um, it, I mean, I had to be taught how to read music, uh, but the creative part where I could just sit down and, and start playing anything off the top of my head, and if I heard it on the radio, just have no fear, just go over and try to play it. Why not? I mean, I, I wasn't, I, I grew up with the influence of somebody in my family who did the same thing. Uh, and she, it was actually my grandmother and she, she never thought twice about, well, I don't know if I can go over and play this. She just tried. So I always thought that's just the way it is. And so it's amazing what we can do when we don't know any other way. And that, uh, I heard once that Art Tatum, a fantastic one of the best improvisers of all time. He went into a, a 
restaurant and and he was blind but he heard a player piano and he was playing with four hands but he thought it was two and because he couldn't see and so he went home and tried to emulate that and and in doing so he actually basically did it because he he didn't know that there was any other way he didn't know it couldn't no, be done exactly that's fantastic that's a, so what kind of places does alan curtis trip get to play in i mean like in this last year in 2017 what kind of places did you play in um i'm playing in really wherever the Lord has for me, but I'm playing in halls, I'm playing in churches, I'm playing in restaurants, I'm playing in uh, special events. Um, I I want to play in arenas. I've done that as well. Um, but uh, Do you got a tux with tails that you flip up <laughs> when you sit down on the bench? Oh, man. I, I did that for a, a chapter in life, and now... Now I just like to fly without the tails, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> Man, but, flying without yeah, a tail. I've so, heard that that yeah. ends in a crash. Yeah. All right. So I what keep, your favorite kind of music then? Yeah. What's your favorite kind? Okay. I mean, cuz I I'm on your website yeah, you sure. you've got concert music, you got you got classical music, you've got jazz. What's your favorite kind of music? I have to say I'm more uh I like it all. Yeah, so So you can play I, rock and roll so, and you can play classical. Yeah, the other day I was playing Jerry Lee Lewis and I had to play Beethoven after that. So, but <laughs> I, I don't have a, a limit on what I appreciate, but, um, I do appreciate, uh, post-romantic, uh, classical music and the early jazz somewhere in between, you know, in the piano world, late 1800s to the early 1900s and, and stride piano and, and as well. And, um, so when it, when it comes to my style and where, where I feel most expressive, where I can express the most, it, it's probably, a romantic uh, classical with with early jazz and uh but that doesn't mean i don't like it all because i i do and i i like to pl- play it all do you recognize this guy he's good all right 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 off the alan curtis trip website alancurtistrip.com we'll have a link to his website on our facebook page tonight after the show and uh, you can always go out to i work for him on facebook and see who we're talking to all week long we and our crack staff can put together what who's gonna be on and what we're gonna be talking about and if i can get my lips to work right we could talk even better all right as we talk with alan curtis trip about music and how god laid it on your soul alan what my question my next question for you is okay so you like how many concerts did you do in 2017 oh i'd say probably uh 50 to 100 well, that's I, a big I, difference I somewhere between 50 and 100 it's 50 <laughs> or 100 right. you know okay go back and count okay all right so that's right. so let's just say you did 100 because that's easy for me it's a nice round mm-hmm. number in all of those concerts where you are playing incredible music like we just heard we close out the last segment you, you got all this this whole repertoire of music that you like to play have you ever had opportunities after the concert to share your faith that drives your passion yes. for music in fact um i'll do fun stuff at the beginning of the first half of the show and the second half i'll actually have a i'll talk in the show actually many times and share my faith and what drives my music on the second half of the show and and uh many times afterwards as well but people have come up to me and said you don't realize what you said resonated with my life in a way that i never could have done but only god could have done through that and uh, and so i've seen that whether it's uh my story of surviving spinal meningitis uh, touched some people that had gone through that as well and uh, when one one time i even a lady came up to me and she said you look just like my son who is who is in heaven now, who was also a pianist and uh, just touched me in a way that I can't explain. And um, so that, you know, these are things that are, are not of me that I could never do, but uh, that God would use my whatever music, my 
my stage, my, <laughs> my words to glorify him in a way that, uh, he can take that in a way that, yeah, you never know what he'll do with it when you give it to his hands. And when you give it all to him, he'll, he'll do things with it that, that blow your mind. And so I've, I've seen that in my shows as well. If you could dream and you do a lot of dreaming, <laughs> if you dream of ways God could use your talents, specifically your talent of music, and you say you like to throw in comedy in it. I've not seen you perform the comedy side, so I don't know. What would you dream? If you could dream for God on how yeah. to use you, what would you dream? You know, I realize that I've been given a second chance at life here and I love life to the fullest. And so um, I feel like my mission in life is to really bring life uh, to others. Like Christ gave me life. He, I want to show him off to, you know, because he's the source of life. And so I really would like to uh, play for organizations around the world and uh, do concerts that support organizations. And so, uh, through, so you'd like to, let me just interpret. So you're saying you'd like to be able to use your talents to raise money for others. Yes. Yeah. And because I feel like that's, that's my calling and that's where I'm, I could help the most, uh, change the most amount of lives and I encourage as, as many people as possible. And so whether that's, um, you know, playing in, in arenas where I'm reaching out to, uh, 40,000 people at once, which I, I did that once, but I, I want more of that. Not that I, I care about numbers, but that I care about lives changed. And, and the more I can encourage and the more God can increase my territory, the more I'll, I'll step into that and, and, and love on people. And so, yeah, I, I love, I love people. I, I know that when you know that you've been given a second chance, you, you don't want to waste it. And so, so I'm all about uh, giving, giving it, giving it back. <laughs> so when you look at, you got a lot of charities that, that I'm sure that you've been exposed to. Do you have a charity that really resonates with your heart that, that you love to pour into? Um, in 2015, I worked with a, a charity called Kids Alive International, which have been around for over 100 years, and they do an incredible work of, of uh, saving orphans and around the world. And um, so I worked with them, and they were, they were fantastic. And so uh, I'd like to work with... Uh, organizations like that, whether it be Compassion or some of the others out there that you've, you've heard of, uh, World Vision, um, you know, people that are on, on the stage of, of helping helping people literally come out of death to life. <clears throat> uh, I'm all about that because uh, that happened to me. <laughs> sure. So, so yeah, I, I, love, uh, I love sharing the joy. So I, I don't know if they, you know, I'm sure I'll be working with organizations in the future that I haven't even heard of right now, if that's if you know of one out there and you're hearing this right now, then contact me. That'd be, that'd be great. And they can reach out to you on your website, yep. alancurtistrip.com, alancurtistrip.com. Mm-hmm. And again, that link will be on our website with the podcast mm-hmm. as well as on our Facebook page. Just go out to iworkforhim.com or out to Facebook and I work for him. Okay, so here's the question. You know, you're a musician, so you're, you're creative. You're like, you know, an, an artist, I mean, like a painter, you know, and, and every, you know, father whose daughter starts dating an artist, you're like, but how are you going to support my daughter? <laughs> Do you ever have doubts that God will provide for you? You know, um, I was thinking Moses probably had a doubt when he was in front of the Red Sea. And that, <laughs> you think? How, how is this going to work? How okay. Gonna, God, you want me to raise my God, hands yes, up? That's right. What's that going to do? <laughs> wonder if you saw animals while he walked down the aisle too. Uh, 
on the on the on the wall of the water while I was going up. But I think everybody has. Of course, he did. Yeah, of course. You don't, you don't yeah. think the fish were watching? I mean, it says in Exodus that as they walked, the Israelites right. walked through the walls mm-hmm. of water on both sides. Yeah. You don't think the fish were going? Oh. Check this that's out. A, this is a water show, literally. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so back to that but question. Yeah, so, have you ever had yeah. doubts that God was going to provide for uh, you? I have. I mean, I think we all have doubts, and it's all about continuing to walk in faith in the midst of those doubts. And so, uh, I mean, there's things that happen to us all every day that we don't understand and we don't like, but the the call and what matters is that you're continually walking in faith through those no matter what, and you're trusting God even when it doesn't add up. And so uh, I know there's seasons for me that, that uh, are rough and seasons that are very plentiful. And um, as an artist, I know that <laughs> in extremes in a way, uh, maybe not everybody does, but uh, uh, I have patience and I, I'm trusting God and I'm believing him, especially this year. And, and it's a breakout year for me. I see in a lot of ways uh, where a lot of new doors are, are going to be opening. Mm. And uh, I'm ex- excited we, about that. We so pray for that for yeah. sure. Absolutely. All right. So you, you, you play piano. God has given you this gift of piano. And if you have any doubts, go to alancurtistrip.com. Alan, A-L-A-N, Curtis, that one's pretty easy, Trip T-R-I-P-P dot com. You can hear Alan's got like 15 different songs that he plays out there, little snippets of it, and you can hear how incredible music is. When What's one thing you would like to see the Lord do with you and your music in 2018? Yeah. Um, I'm, well, first of all, I'd, I want to see him bless as many people as possible through my music and through what I do. Um I want to put together a summer tour, and, and I'm working on that now, and uh, it's going to happen, and then I'm working through a, a winter tour as well, concerts in July as well as as well as well December. So, um, But I don't want to be closed off to, to really anything. If he calls me to to go to Norway, uh, you know, to do a concert, I'll go. to Norway, but go, just not in the middle know. of winter. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so, so do you have any concerts coming up here locally yeah, in Tampa? Yeah. Um, I just did a lot of them in Orlando, actually, uh, last month. Uh, I'm kind of on a, in a season now where I'm, I'm getting ready for the next Your post-party season. season. Yes, yeah, your yeah. post-party season. So everybody recovered. used you before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So. All right. So, so uh, what kind of events, I, I like to call them, well, in the old world, these are like gigs, but, concerts. What kind of things, where would you like to see you? The uh, My yeah. I Work For Him listeners, yeah. which are connected to churches yeah. all over the country, sure. all over the world. What kind of events would you like to play for? In 2018, um, yeah. that, that our listeners should connect it, you to. Totally. Um, I want to answer one question you just had uh, real quick. Uh, you said, do I have any events coming up? I am going to be on, on television on CTN on, on January 19th at 10 o'clock. Um, and so I'm, I'm performing on television. So uh, that's that's definitely a, a big event. That's an answer to prayer. And so it uh, goes out to 50 million homes. So I'm excited about that. And so, well, to, congratulations! To that's in, fantastic. To, so thank you. So I'm, I'm, I'm praying that that's in the Lord's hands. He'll use it how He wants to. And um, it's ten o'clock uh, on uh, uh, January nineteenth on on CTN. on CTN. So yeah, uh, so I'm excited about that. And um, uh, now you asked the question. Well, what Peter. kind of what kind of events do, should people be booking you for in 2018 and 19? Um, well, I, if your church has a concert series, or you like your church has any kind of concerts, I'd love. For you to contact me, I'd love to play in churches as well as, um, like I said, concert halls. I, I'm going to be pursuing those as well. Um, uh, I've played in many in the past, and I, that's going to continue. I'm at uh, even special events, whether it's a, you know, uh, I played for hundreds of weddings, and they're full of life. But I'm I'm more 
<clears throat> I'm I'm open to anything. Mark, I feel like, uh, you know, <laughs> I I enjoy playing for special events, but I I'd, I'd rather play for the, uh, you know, whether it be a jazz gig or a, a restaurant or or a, I'd rather play for a an event that really encourages pe- as many people as possible in a church. I love that. All right, so people can get a hold of you at alancurtistrip.com, alancurtistrip.com. Alan, thanks for sharing your story, for sharing how your faith is impacting your workplace, which is playing concert piano, for, for using that gift that you have from God. Alan Curtis Trip, thanks for coming in and sharing the story, and I work for him. Thank you, Jim. It's been great. We're going to now go to the other side of the world. How about a little... Exercise. You know, it's almost it's almost cliche. I can't even really say it. New Year's resolutions. No, I didn't make one. However, there can be a spiritual sense to resolutions. In Christ, we're new creations. And in Christ, God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, more than we can ask or imagine in our lives as he transforms us to be more like Jesus. We're talking today, second half of the show here, with Michelle Spatafora from Faithful Workouts. And they've got an event coming up called, on the 13th of January, called Reactivate. An event for women from around the Tampa Bay area to bring you to a happier, healthier you in 2018. Michelle Spadafora, welcome back to I Work For Him. Hey there, how are you, Jim? Good to hear your voice. Really excited to share with our listeners all about your Reactivate event. But I want to just, before we get into the event, I want to just hear from your heart. As you look to 2018, and as you look at the, you know, the, the title of the show is I Work For Him. What does that mean to Michelle Spatafora as you go across the country and inspire women all day long? I have to just say, Jim, I absolutely love the name of your show, I Work For Him, because I think so often Christians can think about their, their faith as almost being a personal thing, and that they go to church and they sit in their quiet time, but really... Everything we do is supposed to be really about giving God glory. And so for me, it's just that he's given me this passion for fitness and for exercise and healthy eating. And all that I do, though, is really based off of I just want people to know Jesus. I want people to understand that they're loved and that he cares for them and all of that. And that's what it's really about is taking our faith into our life, into our work, into every place that we go and give it to him and use it as ways to just kind of share his love with people. So love it. Oh, and and it is the energy that you've got. I, I've seen some videos of you uh, inspiring people. We've had you on the air before and, and talked with you about this, but you're bringing it personal right in here to Tampa Bay. So on Saturday, January the 13th, from 8 to 5, you've got this event called Reactivate. And it's, mm-hmm. and it's Reach Your 2018 Health Goals, bringing you back into action. But on your website, you chose a verse for this. You, you mm-hmm. said, it says on there, how do you rethink Fitness, Romans 12, 2 has the answer. Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Michelle Spadafora, why did you choose this verse for the Reactivate event? You know, I think so often when we're trying to, you know, lose weight and diet and everything, really we focus so much on our behavior. I'm not going to eat this. I'm not going to eat that. I'm going to exercise. And we're just trying to do behavior modification. We're trying to change the way we act. But inside, we still need to think differently. We need a heart change. And that's really what makes this program so different than many of them out there, is we, yes, give you some great practical tools on healthy eating and great exercises, but more importantly, we work from the inside out on this. We try to get people to think differently, as it's called, rethink fitness, you know, rethink 
why they want to do this, what's their motives. And that is the biggest game changer. So if we don't start on the inside, behavior modification is not going to work. So many of the plans out there, I mean, I've been in the fitness industry for 34 years. I've seen too many people start up gung-ho, and by the third week in January, they're back to their old ways. And it's because they're not changing from the inside out. Well, and that's what I want to talk about, because your workplace is a very unusual workplace. I mean, the good news for you, your workplace is exercise all the time, so of course you're fit. I mean, yeah. many of us, I wish there was like a treadmill here in the radio studio. I could be treadmilling while I'm on the air. Michael, that's something we need to work on. We get a treadmill in the studio. <laughs> all right, but you, your your workplace is you help people it's a, you're teaching spiritual disciplines. You're, I mean, yes, you're, you're because you're talking about behavior modification. That's a spiritual discipline. How often, as a fitness expert, do you get a chance to connect people to God with what you're teaching them? You know, it's it's something that I I mean, literally every day I thank God that He's given me this fitness platform because you know, just a quick back step, and I'll make this very short. I had no faith for forty years. So it's not like something I've just grown up with. It's just natural. I lived without faith for so many years. And when I was changed by God's love and His truth, the way it changed me, I just wanted everyone to know about it. And so it was truly just in some quiet time, you know, God, people, it's hard to get them to go to church. What does this look like? How can I get them to know you? And it was a small voice that just said, take me to your fitness platform. So it's really kind of how this all began that I even had this opportunity to share um, my faith with people. And that's really at the core of why I do what I do. It's the spiritual piece. I think physical health is super important. And it's, a lot of people, you know, just struggle with their emotions, even their faith because of their physical health. So it's a great combination. But, you know, what I love is that because fitness is kind of more universal, everybody would say they know that they should exercise. So I get people who come into my classes locally who don't have faith. There's, I mean, just today there was a lady there who is Buddhist. Yesterday was a lady who's an atheist. I have people of all different faiths coming in. I don't, I don't try to, you know, hide Jesus. I'm very open about it. But because the fitness is that kind of connection, it allows us to, you know, leave me to reach out to so many people. So no matter where people are with their spiritual health, I invite them in. I'm so glad they're there. But it's always all about Jesus. You know, and, and that's that's really the power behind this event that you're doing in January. On the, that's this month on the 13th in St. Pete at Bridgepoint Church. You've got this eight to five event on January the 13th, a Saturday, that is an event for women to reactivate, to 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 engage not only their bodies in a healthier living, but to really reactivate their spirits because you've got some incredible speakers coming and some incredible music and you've got Juanita Lolita the comedian and I've not had her on the air but I've seen her perform she's pretty yeah. she's pretty awesome I mean it's you've got a really action-packed event where there's gonna be a lot of real heartfelt stuff taught as well as really practical stuff taught too isn't that right absolutely I mean one of the things that I'm super passionate about is sometimes people think of you know a Christian walk or being a Christian as boring like, oh, uh, yeah, you just have to sit and you know, be prissy and not do anything wrong. And, blah, blah. and we want this to be fun. It's going to be full of life. It's going to be some great laughs. It's it's just going to be high energy, and it's going to be, I think, so impactful. I, I wish I could just look everybody in the face who lives in the area and say, you've got to do this. You've got to come. And I, don't, I say that strictly because I think anyone who attends this will leave changed. It's going to be powerful for sure. It's a mixture of practical, it's a mixture of spiritual and 
human. We're going to have lunch for people and food demos. It's just what they need to launch off into a lifetime of better health. Well, and there's nobody listening to the I Work Frame radio show that ever thinks that being a Christ follower is a prissy, organized, you know, neat thing because they listen to me every day and they know that no, following Jesus, it's messy. It's just, it's messy. Yeah. It really is. All right. So tell us about this event. Where did this event, how, how did it come up? I mean, it's a pretty cool event. Where did it come from? What, who is it designed yeah. for? So a couple of things you asked there. First of all, Christine Hartland and I had connected a while back and she's also connected with other people in the area who are passionate about fitness and faith. And so she's really pulled the team together of all these, you know, different speakers and, and all of that. And, you know, who it is designed for is literally, I find, anybody. You know, there's no, it's not made just for people who have faith. So if you do have faith and you're coming, I would love for you to try to invite someone who maybe doesn't know Jesus. So it's really, no matter where you are on a faith point, you are welcome. No matter where you're at on a fitness perspective, you're welcome. We're going to have workouts. But there's going to be anything from sitting in a chair and just moving your arms a little bit to, you know, harder harder exercises. So I don't mean to keep it so broad and open, but if you're listening, you are welcome to come. But, it, but it's an event for women, or it's an event for women and men? You know, I thought that you were saying that it was kind of more for women. It's for really women and men both can come. So you could be there, Jim, and just have the time of your life. Um, but any anyone is welcome to come to this event because we all need faith. And I believe that, especially if there's a, a couple, a husband and wife, who come together so that they can lead there on the same page and support each other in this journey, the, the odds of success are greater when you bring people who are close to you to this event. Well, and I love some of the things you've got on your uh, on the agenda because there's a like a food demo and snack time, and then there's lunch, and then there's a refresh break. I mean, I, I, there's some really good stuff, and then you got the comedian, the exercise thing. I have yet to figure out how to keep up spiritual disciplines and physical disciplines all at the same time and do the radio show. I'm working on that. That is a goal for me in 2018 to get back my physical life again. All right, so this yeah. event being held at Bridgepoint Church in St. Pete, at their Tyrone mm-hmm. campus. How much does this event cost? Um, it's $125 per person. And what that includes is, like you had mentioned, all the speakers, all the sessions. We have small group time where you're going to be putting together a plan so you leave equipped. But you also get the Reignite ebook, which is a 12-week um, book that includes physical and spiritual health topics, goal setting, really some powerful stuff included in the book. And you get exercise equipment included in that, which is huge because so, so often we leave something like this with grand ideas like, oh, I don't have what I need to do this workout or you know, all this. So we're, we're, we want people to leave there with things in hand so that they can continue making these healthy changes. So you've got exercise equipment, all the speakers. And we do have um, a coupon code that's going right now. That's, if you go to the website, um, and you can register. If you use the coupon code friends family, then you can get a twenty percent off. But that does end, I believe, on Sunday. So the, the coupon code was friends family. You know what? Let me um, just confirm you, when, that. When we're on the break, you confirm that. When we're on the break, okay. but you're talking, the the website you're trying to direct people to is reactivateretreat.com. Correct? Reactivateretreat.com. Yeah. And I encourage you to go out there and listen. I mean, we all need to get. You know, I'm not saying the word New Year's resolution. Oh, yeah, I just said that. but Because that's not what this is about. This is about taking your faith to a whole new level, isn't it, Michelle? Because you're really, you're talking about learning how to connect your faith to your fitness. 
Yeah, it it really is. It's a, it, it is about connecting your faith to the fitness, but even more than that, Jim, our very last session, and the session that I'm probably the most passionate about, it's called All In. What does it look like to live all in for Jesus? And that, for some people, can kind of freak them out. Don't let it, because there are things that you can start doing on a day-to-day basis to make it that more and more your life is really about Romans 12, 1. All right, we're talking with Michelle Spadafore about this upcoming event called Reactivate 2018. It's on January the 13th at Bridgepoint Church in St. Pete, the Tyrone campus. And it is an event for you if you would like to just connect everything you know to be true about health and fitness with knowing how to follow Jesus all at the same time. Michelle Spadafore, right before the break, you were you were trying to say, hey, it's really about Romans 12.1. And I said, Hold on to that for a minute, because we got to go to break. Talk to me about where you were going to go with that. Yeah, so when I was saying, talking about our last session being about all in, because yes, it's about connecting faith to your fitness, but it's really about connecting faith to everything that we do. And Romans 12, 1 message version just says, you know, we're to take our everyday ordinary life, our coming, our going, our eating, our sleeping, and give it to, you know, as God is an offering or the living sacrifices, a different version would say. And that's, you know, really at the core of what this is. We want people to leave here excited and equipped to go out and live all in for Jesus. And that means, yes, taking care of your body. And, but it's so much more than just that. So it's, it's, it's going to be, I'm just saying, it's going to be pretty transformational. All right. So they can find out more about this event. Our listeners can find out more about the event online at reactivateretreat.com, January the 13th. Talk to me about, you've got speakers. Who are the speakers going to be? Yeah, so um, we've got some great speakers. You know, you mentioned Juanita, who's going to be doing the kind of the comedy and the in-between sections and just adding a lot of fun and life to it. And then Dr. Stacy Robinson, um, she is going to be talking about some super important topics, one of them being brain health. This is definitely a hot topic because more and more we're hearing about Alzheimer's dementia. There's actually things that we can do when it comes to nutrition and exercise that can really help prevent Alzheimer's. So she's going to share with you 10 things you can do to have a healthier brain. And I just think that's a a critical topic. Donna Stone is really going to be talking about how to not let fear hold you back anymore, how to step out and live without fear and uh, and just, you know, doing what you you know you're called to do. And then um, Stacey's also going to talk about how to navigate the medical world. There is so much, many challenges now with doctors and who to go to and how to, the questions to ask. So she's talking about how to navigate through that. Now, you've, I mean, and those are fantastic speakers, but of course, everybody loves to eat. And you've got the food experience by Ashley, I'm not sure how to say her last name, Ashley Ondrick. Yep, that's. That's about real close, yep. Okay. So she's, yeah, so she's going to be doing a food demo, and she's actually going to be showing us foods that we can use that improve our brain health, which will be cool to see. Here's some foods, and here's how you can improve your brain health with them, and then we're also going to get to sample and, and taste that food, and then we're having a, a nice, healthy lunch served. It's going to have, you know, something for everybody, but all, you know, all healthy. So, yeah, lots of different exciting topics being spoke, but more importantly, we're going to connect. We're going to get into some small groups and make some connections there, and we're going to help you make a plan. So you leave here with, okay, this is all great. I've got the rah-rah attitude after being in a conference, but what happens tomorrow? Well, here's a plan that you can follow. Well, why is connection so important to that? You know, you can talk to any, any therapist and anybody who really studies group behavior or behavior change, and 
if you don't have a supportive community, it really lessens your chances of making that change. No matter how badly you know you need it, how badly you want it, it's when you connect with others, especially those who are like-minded and on a similar journey, that real change happens. So yes, information is important, but information alone doesn't lead to transformation. It's information. It's community. It's asking God for help. All these things that we're going to be talking about are all about helping you make true, lasting change. Well, no, and, and, and I totally love that because it's the accountability connected to the connection. I mean, it's we all need a little accountability, especially about eating right. You know, and I'm sure for lunch that day you probably have broccoli, which is, you know, something that could kill me. But most people, that's really a healthy thing for them. I, I want to, I'm not... I'm like your case of people that don't eat right. So I uh-huh. wish you lived in Tampa so you could help me. That would be really great. I would love to live in Tampa to help you. <laughs> I can help you from a distance. And I can definitely, that's, that's the, the great thing is, you know, when you talk about what you're going to feel correctly, that's what people think. Like, if you're going to try to make healthy changes, ugh. Like, it's instantly this deprivation mindset or diet, yuck. And we are nothing about that. This is about excitement that you can eat healthy food. It's about the food to add into your diet, not the things that you necessarily have to take away. It's, it's not about losing weight. For, you know, two weeks from now, we're talking a menu plan that you can enjoy and live fully until the day God takes you home. It's different. I'm telling you, this is different. You should be there, Jim. I should be. I, I, I love that. You, I love your enthusiasm because your workplace every day is encouraging people to really recognize that God created an incredible body. And in that body, it works a certain way. And there are things we yeah. can do to make our body work really, really well, even as we get older. As you said, you've been doing this for 34 years, so you started as a four-year-old. It's inc- you got it, yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's incredible that, you know, 34 years later, you're still bouncing. I've seen the pictures. You're still, you're still bouncing. Most people, after 34 years of being crutches or a wheelchair, they're still bouncing. All right. So, if somebody goes to the event, reactivateretreat.com, mm-hmm. reactivateretreat.com. So, it's the Reactivate event for 2018, January 13th at Bridgepoint Church in St. Petersburg. What, how are they, how are they going to walk away? They're, they're going to get there at 7.30 in the morning. It starts at 8 o'clock. They're done at 5. What, what are they going to walk away with? Mm-hmm. You know, I think so often people attend these events and they're, they're kind of putting on the facade that, yeah, this is great. But in their hearts, they're saying, I'll never do it. I've tried in the past. I can't change. We, I really believe that people will live, leave here with having some major breakthroughs that those those lies that have held him captive in the past and haven't allowed him to really make these lasting changes are going to be thrown out with the truth of God. The lies are going to be covered with the truth. And the biggest thing is people typically are all about losing weight. Losing weight doesn't necessarily go hand-in-hand with better health. We want people just to make that mind change of, I am moving towards better health. And it's, it's back to that rethink fitness. We're starting with changing the way they think. We're going to start working on their whys, their motives, because all of those make a difference. But in addition to this new way of thinking about what the, you know, the health, they're going to leave with true tools. They will have access to exercise videos online that can get them started on, you know, so they can see what healthy, healthy exercise looks like. Um, we're going to offer them some additional training that they can continue with when they leave there that will help them keep their focus on health over losing weight, keeping their focus on, I need God's help. One of the things that they'll walk away with, and I think if people walk away with nothing but this, they'll be changed, and it's called the ABCs of fitness. 
they're going to have to come to see what those ABCs are. But these ABCs of fitness, you can apply to fitness, but you can apply to every area of your life. Come on, not even a hint? Come on. Come on, just radio. I mean, uh, we're, tra- we're trying to get people. I mean, come on, just a little hint. Give me a, like okay. the first four letters of the A word. Only for you, because the, the first word only has three letters, <laughs> and it's ask. A stands for asking God for help. Most people don't think about truly asking God to help them to not eat chocolate cake or to not eat a second piece of asking him to help them with their health journey. And, you know, First Peter 5, 7, you know, God cares about all of your worries. Everything that you care about, he cares about. It says give all your worries and cares to God because he cares about you. Mm, I love if, that. If you care about your health, so does God. I want to make sure we get a chance to get that code in. You said that if they go out to reactivateretreat.com to sign up for the retreat yep. on, on January 13th at Bridgepoint Church in St. Pete, you said there's a discount code this week only left. Yep. What, what is Sunday, it? Friends, family. One word, friends with an S, family. That gives 20% off, so it's a big discount. So for really, you know, just at $100, you're getting equipment, a book, lunch, all the speakers, it's, I mean, it's a really great deal. And they're going to walk away with just a, a really different spiritual perspective on healthy, a healthy life. I mean, really, that's mm-hmm. what you're saying. Yeah, it really is. And, um, you know, I'm in an industry, fitness, if you look at the statistics, typically 95% of people fail when it comes to making changes to their exercise or diet, per, you know, long term. I after, I've been doing this now for a long time, and I've been so fortunate to reach out to a lot of people. People who used to hate exercise are saying they can't wait to exercise each day. Mm. And I've heard that so many times. Michelle Michelle Spadafore, thanks for coming on to iWork for him to share a little bit about your workplace and to share about the Reactivate event. People can find out more about it online at reactivateretreat.com. Thank you, Michelle Spadafore. Thank you. Make sure you check it out online reactivateretreat.com. And don't forget that discount code, friends, family, one word, friends, family, friends, family, it gets you 20% off. You know, our mission, it's clear. Work hard, play hard, pray harder. Introduce all those to those we work with and live alongside. We need to introduce them to the freedom we have in Jesus. It's about intentionality. It's about being willing to say every day, I work for him.